On Your Neighbor Is, we aim to bring you the stories of everyday people and their creative pursuits and passions. We pass by so many people in our daily cycles and don't always get to know the ones who are around us. So on our podcast, we want to highlight some of these people, people that could even live on your same block, as we push our slogan, Get to Know Your Neighbors. Welcome to our podcast. This is Your Neighbor Is. My name is Gabe. My name is Brian. And we are your hosts. How you doing, Brian? How you doing? Oh, jinx. Jinx. I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing good. Just chilling. You know, it's uh, got some rain in California over the past couple of days, which is nice. Welcome change. How about you? I'm doing good. You know, it was actually, I feel like it's the coldest day we've had so far in like Jersey, New York area. So it was kind of break out there, but. It was, yeah, it was a chill day. So, yeah. Nice. But um, so on today's episode, we have a special guest. She is a video director and editor, and her name is Brittany Briggs. How you doing? Hey, what's up? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show. Of course. I was really like surprised and happy you guys reached out. Yeah, of course. I mean, we saw your profile and saw the awesome video work you did and it was just a no-brainer really thanks thanks no doubt but yeah so usually the way we started off i know we talked about a little bit earlier is just asking you about the neighborhood that you grew up in and what it was like growing up there and basically how that if it did at all like influence like the creative career path that you're on now for sure um so i'm from south orange new jersey it's um a small town like in the suburban area right next to Newark I definitely think it uh helped like with my creative sense like like all my friends it's pretty much like an artsy town so like everyone did something creative whether it was like skateboarding doing art making music like it was just like we were always like creating so that environment helped a lot and like I went to Columbia High School and like Lauren Hill and like Susan and all of them went to that school so we always had some type of talent within like our town so like everyone was always like aching to do stuff creatively but like mainly growing up there I skateboarded for a while and then um started getting into art and then I ended up moving to Melbourne New Jersey which is a little more like upper echelon but I took a like music video editing course there and I made like one short film and I was like oh this is like cool in the same medium that I was like kind of doing other stuff so I just started practicing doing music videos for like my homies and shit like that and um it kind of just led to today that's awesome and wow yeah you're right that's crazy I can imagine just like knowing those artists passed through the same area as you definitely a huge motivator and that's really cool to hear that you started out skating I feel like there's definitely a link between like skateboarding at least in like the era we grew up in and like videography, you know, yeah. like I know. Yeah, I was going to say Cody that's said that on his episode too. That's right. Yeah. So did you like start out recording any of that, you know, and sort of like the skate video theme or maybe so just kind now, of like a separate I thing? I too young to even own a camera during that time when I think about it. I don't think I would have been able to afford a camera, but I, I think if I did have a camera, I would have definitely started making skate videos. Yeah, I feel like usually people that 
started off doing it in skating it's even like with the camcorder like yeah. they don't even get like a full camera it's just like mm-hmm. literally like mom and dad's camera that they got yeah. in the crib for sure <laughs> so you said you started out with art do you mean like physical art yeah i mean stuff? i took art my entire high school career and like middle since middle school and I had taken like AP art in uh, high school, like towards the end. And then I was doing great graphic design. I had a computer at home. I had a computer for a majority of my lifetime. So like I taught myself like Photoshop, like CS6, Adobe Photoshop and like all that stuff. So I was into like going to the digital world. And then I got a camera and kind of just like moved on from that. That's fire. Yeah. I mean, something I noticed about like your real and some of the recent videos on your page was just a lot of like work with color, you know, and really cool kind of like colors and mm-hmm. lighting befitting of visual art and painting and stuff like that. So I definitely see the connection. You mentioned that you started out making like a short film. So was that sort of your like first interest in filmmaking, like well, making fiction, stuff like that? The short film was in a school assignment. Oh, so classic. It, yeah, right. And Definitely, so yeah. I had like made it like a quick script and had my friend act in it. She was she's an, she's an actress and still is. And we shot like some like intimate piece and like I cut it together and like at the end I was just like like I did that. So it definitely sparked something where like I realized I could make something and like right. enjoy it. So yeah. So you basically got hooked onto the the videos and filming and directing like just right off that project for the most part i i've always been into like i definitely was heavy into music videos since like mtv so like i i was mm. i watched like all of that but like i never knew that you could like do it like like the science behind it like yeah we watched it as like an audience member and you're just like wow like this looks good but like how to act the steps to actually get it done and like a final product was like something that i never thought about till i guess this one project right yeah i remember all those classic mtv days where it'd be like top 50 video countdown and you just watch (laughs) videos all day (laughs) right yeah the best yeah that's super cool i mean i totally feel you you know especially with something like filmmaking all of the things that go into it you know shooting making sure you got everything set up right did we record it correctly you know do we have the file you know has it imported correctly you know <laughs> right. all of the sound of whatever things, yeah and just like hitting that play you know or exporting it for the final time probably an amazing feeling so from that did you start sort of or i guess maybe what was your progression you know in terms of getting into other things like music video shoots and some of the stuff you're doing now so after that i ended up getting a canon t2i and I just was shooting stuff, like just whatever. And then I had friends, like I was saying earlier, who did music. So all my friends who did music, I was just like, yo, like, let's do something like creative. And so I started just putting stuff together, then like making music videos for them, pretty crappy music videos. But <laughs> like, you know, fair enough. I was able to like get what my vision across however I wanted to. And then from there, I went to uh, Montclair State for filmmaking, so I ended up going to college for it, and I studied directing, and so I kind of, like, fine-tuned everything there, and so by the time I was out of college, like, I knew I wanted to freelance, and I had built up, like, a network already with, like, working with different creatives and just, like, 
clientele. So I just started like booking and like being super professional, taking it to the like the next next level pass. Right. Yeah. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess like film, I guess similar to any sort of art, it's very uh very much based on the portfolio and stuff like that. You yeah. know, and everything you were doing up to that point worked for that portfolio, you know, and provided a view into into who you were, you know, behind the camera, so to speak. That's fire. I mean, do you have sort of like, like I sort of alluded to, you know, you doing a lot of different things, you know, longer form content, shorter form content, music videos, you know, brand partnerships and stuff like that. Do you have sort of like a favorite medium or rather type of directing you prefer to do? I have two favorite. I mean, like filmmaking, like just making films is probably my first because it's just a lot of like critical things you have to do and planning and working with a team that is like super fun and being able to get emotion across, whether it's serious or funny, is something that I enjoy. But I also enjoy the music video world. And it's a way like when I do music videos, it's like a creative like exercise because you could kind of fake it in any world doing anything as long as it kind of makes sense and you can put it together so I think those would be my two favorite worlds I mean like doing corporate and brand stuff sometimes there's a story sometimes just like super straightforward so yeah and I'd say like music videos and films are almost kind of like interconnected because like mm-hmm. a lot of times like a music video could feel like a short film depending yeah. on you know the whole storyline that you write yeah so when you shoot music videos do you kind of try to go for more of like a film type of like story or like I guess directing style to it or do you you have like a different creative like approach on each one I have different creative approach depending on the artist I like to talk to the artist before and talk to their team to see what they're like going for because I could write a treatment that is like very short film like but they might not like it so I do tend to make storyline treatments, though, because I, I honestly think that, like, music videos get boring after a while if it's just, like, the same shot, like, same scene, just random things. Yeah. So for me, I do like to have some cohesiveness. Yeah, I feel like that's such a huge part of it. I mean, I guess in, in terms of music videos I've enjoyed, you know, and, and stuff like that, you know, is really feeling the connection to the musician and, and the performer and stuff like that, so... Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel like disjointed from the song or the project or whatever, like you said, the overall vibe or sort of story yeah. they're trying to tell through the music. 100%. And I think it's evident, too, like you were saying, that you collaborate with the artist on the ideas, because I feel like whether it's the, um, the video did for like Rick West or Dante or whoever else, like each one of them, you can tell that like the vibe of the video like fits their sound and style and nothing was like forced no image was like you know just created out of nowhere i hate forcedness i want everything to be as natural as possible because the artists like that i'm working with and like their fans like them like i don't need to you know see too much right yeah and it's like you want to stay true to that attractive (laughs) quality like you said like what their fans are looking for or hoping for but also you know if you have the opportunity you know to elevate it or take mm-hmm. it to another level or sort of like create something that lives with the consciousness of that piece you know like 
you think of these examples where it's like, oh, you're thinking of this popular song or this really famous classic song, and you're remembering the video too, because, mm-hmm. oh, wow, yeah, that was so fitting, and it fits and it works with what the fans responded to originally with the, with the piece. Right. And that's the main goal, really, when I do music videos. So do you feel like usually an artist will come to you with a vision and you kind of just take it from there? Or do you find yourself sometimes like building like a story for them and then just collaborating from that point? Recently, people have been asking for me to um, handle the creative concept for things. So I've been doing a lot of treatments since like 2020 and just people ask for like treatments for just the treatment. So I've been just doing like creative, like storyboarding in a way. I don't know, people come to me now and like they know my vision. They're like, we know what you do. Right. And like do that with our, like our music, but like that also compliments them in a way. So they kind of give me full creative control as of late. That's amazing. And yeah, I mean, like you were saying about storyboarding, what's sort of your approach to that? You know, kind of like frame by frame or like uh, overall, I'm feeling this look or this sort of treatment of the film or this visual. Like, how, how do you sort of start with that? First, I kind of, I, I, I like to physically write things down. So I definitely listen to the song and just like write down all the, like the thoughts that pop up as I'm listening and then kind of pick and choose what makes sense. And then I'll start creating a mood board. So it'll just be like, images that I think fit the tone that when they're t- the uh, management team or the artist sees it they can also f- like see what I'm seeing and then from there sometimes depending on how like critical I want to be with the um treatment I, I'll do like little storyboard scenes where I just like for the frame so the DP knows exactly what I kind of want for the shot otherwise I'll just have the DP um kind of decide the shot list got it yeah got it nice yeah so I think that's a really cool approach to it, the mood board sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you feel like you're usually putting on there? Like objects or effects um, really or colors? Things, colors, definitely. I try to grab frames that are similar to frames I'll be getting in the music video and definitely tones, so colors, tones, just so that they can also get a feel of the palette. For sure, yeah. So what would you say your rig is sort of like these days do you have sort of like a set equipment you use or does it kind of just vary on what type of shot or what type of project you're trying to trying to shoot yeah I mean I have my own personal arsenal as of late I don't shoot that much anymore but like I still use my camera occasionally so I have the Sony a7s with with Canon lenses and then I'm into a lot of analog stuff. So I have like two camcorders and like a few 35 millimeter cameras and like a um, eight millimeter camera that I use occasionally for um, like when I want to get some film content for some of the music videos. Yeah, I've noticed like the different like analog like effects or transitions you have in a bunch of your videos. Yeah, I'm in love with the, the old style still. And I try to shoot on film as much as possible, but it's just something expensive for budget sometimes. Right. But when, like, coming to productions, I have, like, my team of people I work with, the DPs. I only work with, like, two, like, DPs and then, like, the same kind of gaffers and grips people. So, like, their stuff, their equipment, like, this year we're going to be probably shooting on the new Red Komodo for most of our projects. 
and then you know depending on the project depend, depends on the gear so if it's big we get to you you know order a lot more equipment and if it's smaller we'll kind of you do like a run and gun approach right yeah i know the the red cameras that's like the the big time ones for sure so yeah we're trying to i mean as you know we uh work we are like allowed bigger budgets so we're kind of at a point where we're starting to at least get big enough budgets where we can kind of create like projects that we know we can make and are happy to make with the equipment we can get which is really exciting yeah definitely do you feel like like when it comes to budgeting do you feel like the bigger budgets are better for you to like fully flesh out your ideas or do you feel like sometimes you get more creative when you have to work with like a smaller budget yes and no having a bigger budget does allow us to flex our creative muscles a little bit more to give us more room to get what we want which would be awesome because some people like have requests like concepts that like their budget just it just won't work but then there's times where like say request music videos like those music videos are like no budget like we kind of just like flesh out a quick idea like i know rick he knows me like we kind of can just like we don't need a grand kind of budget to make something cool yeah i guess it boils down to the idea too like if it's super organic you're not going to need too much of a budget in there but if you're looking for like a lot of i don't know i guess props and like effects and different things that's when it starts racking up yeah that's a really like awesome approach overall you know which i was definitely noticing in like the stuff on your page and your production company's page and just sort of overall, like all of the video content at cinematic and stuff like that, just in terms of being very flexible and not sort of like, okay, it's going to look the same every time, you know, or it's going to be in the same sort of place every time, you know, just a lot of like, like you said, different feels, different sort of treatments, different methods, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's really awesome to sort of see all of that combined, like within one reel, like yourselves. Yeah, I, I try to be as diverse as possible. Like, I have so many type of ideas that fit so many different themes. So that's, like, one of our goals also. Yeah, and I think that opens you up to a wider market always if you get all these different ideas going and let yourself, like, basically just create whatever you want because it's always going to appeal to somebody different. Yeah, 100%. So how did... um. How did the production company, Common Courtesy, like, how did that start? What made you build that up? Well, at first, I was just, like, it was under my Instagram as just a director, but I wanted to branch off and create something bigger. So I made the production company, and I wanted it to be a collective of, like, my friends. So, like, all my friends I went to college with, like, I, I only really work with them in terms of, like, hiring, like, crew. So... I figured if I could just hire them and work through my company, we can all kind of like do something great. So that's pretty much what we do now. That's pretty awesome. I mean, it's always cool when you can bring the people that you've been like, you know, working with since the start, like together to just keep working. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we we all, we do it for the passion. Like we are so flexible with different budgets because we know like how artists are like certain independent artists only work with certain type of budgets and we kind of do it for the love. So, like, say an artist comes to us and we have, hey, we have such and such budget. Can we work with that? If the song is good enough and the artist has enough potential where we feel like it'll benefit us all, like, we'll definitely work with whoever. 
That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I think it really shows. You know, it's like at the same time, like, yeah, you're doing a lot of different stuff, a lot of different types of artists, performers, songs, types of music, uh, whatever you want to say. But at the same time, yeah, there's sort of like a common thread throughout all of it, you know. I guess in the sense that, you know, it all makes sense. I feel like as the viewer, I, I was able to see, you know, a little bit of that sort of thought process. It's like, okay, yeah, this speaks to us. And this, you know, is something that we could all make something really great from. Definitely. I'm happy people get that. I don't usually ask people, like, about how they feel when they see, like, my stuff and my reels. I kind of just constantly create. Yeah, I feel that. But I mean, yeah, it's always good getting that reassurance that you're like, what you're doing is getting across the right way. Right. Doing something right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So does that like that whole thing of like just, you know, really doing it for the passion? Is that kind of like the inspiration behind like the name of the collective, like Common Courtesy? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm super nice. I'm like, I don't never met a person, but I'm just super kind. I think kindness is like the most important thing being genuine and stuff like that so it was just something that popped into my mind it wasn't anything too deep but common courtesy girl is how we kind of live our lives i mean it's it's a good name like it sounds real clean and i think that's that's important too just like be genuine i feel like in any creative industry like the genuine people are like the ones that last and can like build more relationships and you know keep their things growing yeah so, like, you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but how has your sort of focus shifted over the situation we've been dealing with over the past year, you know, having to be socially distant and spend time away? And I mean, you know, obviously, you're somebody who works with different locations and all these different sets and stuff. I mean, so, yeah, like, how, how has that changed or has the focus shifted at all? Yeah. I think being to myself, like, called for some cool thought process. But um, in terms of, like, working on the field, it definitely took a pause for, like, a month or two. Just because people were so unsure about stuff. So I spent that time kind of just, like, thinking of what we're going to do for, the like, later on in the year. And I was able to shoot, like, a few things during this whole thing. But it was, like, made sure that it was, like, a you know, skeleton crew. Like, the less people, the better everyone and stuff like that but like mentally I was able to like write more because like I just never had enough time to like sit and write more like in terms of like short film and film content so definitely like opened up like some time for stuff like that and to kind of spend a little more time developing things which was really cool and since I'm home I mean I edit from home anyways so a lot of my work was still like stationed here at home so I just had to like make my home even like better because i'm here 24 7 but right. i have to yeah. you know make it more feng shui I, exactly right yeah i totally feel you because it's like you're not you know i don't think anybody was really prepared for like i mean i guess obviously the people who already were working from home but like i definitely was not prepared for like okay this can be my office and my bedroom as well yeah. <laughs> right um, but yeah that's fire i mean so you mentioned you've been writing, you know, that's awesome. I, I think, is there anything, I mean, obviously, you know, feel free to keep anything under wraps, but, you know, is there anything sort of you're writing and, and hoping to produce, you know, over the next year or period of time, whatever? Yeah, 
I had wrote a web series my senior year of college. And so during this time out home, I started kind of going over and like proofreading it and sending it out to get feedback because I definitely want to plan on shooting that towards later on in the year, hopefully. It's just like a like an eight episode short segment type of thing, but it's something that I definitely look forward to producing this year. I'm deciding on location. I think that's what we're stuck on right now, but um, mm. that's really the um, only project I plan on producing. Other than that, it's just like random short stories, but those take forever to kind of complete and flesh out. Right. Yeah, I feel you. Something I was just kind of thinking about, I guess maybe because you shot a lot of videos, worked a lot with rappers, producers, electronic musicians, whatever. You know, a lot of times there's like an instrument or a, a drum sound or something that, you know, a certain musician will always not try to include, but, you know, just always kind of, it's the main part of their arsenal, you know, or, or part of their overall sound. Is there anything that you sort of are like, this is me, you know, this video effect or this editing effect? Is there anything that you, you know, maybe not intentionally try and include or force in, like we were talking about earlier, but you always find yourself sort of coming back to or thinking about? I always find myself putting film grain on all my stuff that I don't shoot in film. <laughs> <laughs> Even nice. if, like a hair, like, you know, just like so to get that feel a little bit. I think that's the one thing. I yeah. mean, yeah. It, it's an amazing effect even like just like you said like a subtle touch of it you know mm -hmm. makes certain shots just look super cool yeah other than that i'll like i'll force it in depending on the edits i mean people people call for certain edits i mean i would say i've definitely transitions in terms of editing there was a point in time where like i was strictly doing like extreme edits and like you know like all the effects like mm, yeah all yeah. and like i i did it in like my own way so i did a couple music videos for like some like soundcloud rappers that you know the videos got like 10k views and did really well and that was like my signature style for a while but like mm. i want to be known for like that you know <laughs> i kind of transitioned into cleaner cuts you know so it hits better and stuff like that totally yeah and i feel like it serves the ultimate purpose, you know, of just like showing who you are as a filmmaker, just mm -hmm. in general, or a director, maybe I should say, in general. And the ability to sort of pivot from that into narrative filmmaking and branding and anything else you might be doing, web series, you know, longer movie, anything mm -hmm. like that, you know, it kind of just shows, like Gabe was talking about earlier, how much all of these sort of different styles can learn from each other maybe and and sort of blend into each other in terms of similarities and and the like i agree i i think that's something that like we try to blend together in a way to like get the audience to appreciate the craziness of the video but also the uh cinematic and like critical approach we try to take towards like creating yeah i think if you can get like the perfect blend of like great cinematography storytelling cinematic type shots and then like clean edits like i noticed that like that is in some of your more recent videos like maybe like line up with like the beat really well with like where you mm -hmm. chop it and stuff and it all just you know it's like seamless exactly yeah i mean i guess like how would you say you sort of approach these different rhythms of music you know like 
you've worked with a lot of rappers, but I also saw that you worked with Washed Out, you know, much more lush sort of instrumental treatment. Is the rhythm something you sort of try and work with in some way, or is it just kind of dependent on the song or the type of artist? Nah, rhythm 100%. I'm heavily into music and in like the music world. So my appreciation for music is like at 100 at all times. So I definitely go into editing with the intentions of listening to the song to edit to the rhythm of the song because it just hits better visually and like when you listen to it and just matches up properly. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that sticks with the viewer more, you know, because they're kind of like, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, you know, it's all sort of meshing together and it's not sort of like, okay, they got a hit song. So they just put whatever visual to it. You know, it's like, no, this actually is like an extension of the song in a way. Exactly. What editing software do you use usually or do you switch it up or? No, I'm that's... strictly Adobe Premiere. Nice. <laughs> strictly Adobe Premiere. Occasionally After Effects, but like I'm not a pro, so. What's like the, you mentioned earlier, like trying to do the craziest thing or trying to make the craziest visual. Is there any you know, shoot or project or anything that really like stands out in your mind in terms of like, wow, we really took a crazy chance or we did something crazy and, and I really love how it turned out. I would say the Dante video was definitely crazy because I like reached out to a bunch of biker people just to pull up and <laughs> pull them up yep. in Jersey Bike City. Like, it was insane. The cops came after a few hours to so like we wrap those scenes just in time. But like that was something I was so unsure about. But like I still we still tried it and like it actually happens. That's amazing. So that was really cool. <laughs> that's yeah, that's super cool. Like, okay, we got the shot. Okay, yeah, now we can get out. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, and I, I think it really shows. I mean, that video is crazy. Yeah. And that amount of people, you know, just makes it so much better. Yeah, the energy was definitely there. And right, 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 yeah. I think another video, which I did creative direction for and I did the treatment for, was I did a Kondo Rondo schoolie no cap music video in Atlanta when I was down there. And I had wrote, wrote the treatment a day before they approved it and they were shooting it the next day. So I stayed an extra day and I had pulled to the studio and like, there was like a scene where like I had like a chick in like in a, in a bathtub full of money and like I just saw them pull out real <laughs> money like <laughs> pull that up. I was just like no this is crazy like you know they did what I asked but it was just so <laughs> yeah but yeah that was cool that's amazing what do you have like a favorite I guess building off that do you have like a favorite location filmmaking has brought you to no, because I I love to travel and I love to shoot in every day. Like I prefer to shoot in like different states all the time. Like mm-hmm. each place has like a different yeah. like feel and style. So so far, you know, I've only really been to like I I stay in California also, so I'm back and forth in California. Atlanta is definitely one of my favorites. Florida, I'm gonna be doing a few music video for a few artists in Virginia in the next month or two. So I'll be seeing how I like you know, the environment down there. Super exciting. Yeah, I feel like, you know, different environments, different places that you go, they all inspire, like, different ideas. So it's hard to really pick one because you're always going to, like, have a new creative spark wherever you go. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like, yeah, you, you want to sort of, especially if it's a place you haven't been before, you know, not have any like preconceived notions or think about, oh, I'm going to try and recreate this shot. Right. I, I feel like, you know, just go and yeah, soak it up a little bit. Which is great. And I love to soak up different environments. But, you know, like California is the sweetest place to shoot, obviously, because the weather's perfect all the time. So <laughs> it, it is beautiful. Yeah. Maybe not over the past couple of days, but right. um, <laughs> I, I also think that, you know, L.A., when it really rains hard, is also a super cool look. Yeah. Maybe just because it's so not what you would expect, you know. Yeah, it's rare. Very rare. And it does look beautiful. Have you shot out here in Cali? I've shot in a few videos out there for a few California artists. I really want to shoot a film out there. That's like my main goal. If I do something super serious. Totally. Yeah. Do you feel like um, you're ever going to sort of pivot into long form film or could you see yourself making that sort of move or do you want to sort of keep it open to maybe do a film, maybe do a shorter thing, do a video? I mean, my main goal in this whole thing is to be a film director. So I'll eventually just move straight to longer form content for sure. Do you have like that first long form film like in the pocket already that you already know what you want to do or is it still being written? It's still being written because I want to work with a writer. I want to help write, but I don't think I'm capable of writing a full featured film from start to scratch. But I definitely, I, I'm friends with a lot of talented writers. And um, we've been having like writer rooms and kind of reading scripts and going, bouncing ideas. So it's more of just like a creative process at this point. Yeah, that sounds really cool. And kind of reminds me of what you were talking about earlier, like working with a musician, you know, and their team sort of intertwining all of those different approaches and what's the saying like the sum is greater than the parts you yeah. know something like that <laughs> even if the parts are great and super elite it's like yeah you can coming together you can really make something super special when you just sort of bounce ideas off each other right organic stuff you mentioned the web series is there anything else you're sort of actively working on or you know got in the chamber or looking forward to as we attempt to navigate through 2021 i do i do have um a short film that's in post-production right now we're kind of just at a standstill with it because we i don't know films are weird like you sit and watch them and then like you want to move some scenes around and stuff like that so right now we're just kind of trying to tie down a fine cut for that and I definitely want to send that into some festivals for 2020. See where that goes. But that's about it in terms of like film content. That's amazing. Good luck. I'm excited to see it eventually. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely an interesting one. I mean, I hope I'm able to do at least one short film, but we'll see where the state of the world is. So like right, right. Casting actors and stuff like that, so... Yeah, sadly, just such a, like all sort of forms of art and performance, just taking such a crazy toll and just really changed, you know, I think everybody's perception. And I really just pray we can get back to that sort of premiere night, going to see a new film, you know, something you're hype about, going to a festival, you know, where we grew up in Tianac, you know, there was always a film festival of sorts, you know, and it was really cool just yeah. to see different works different project yeah definitely miss film festivals 
do you have sort of like a dream festival you'd love to uh I mean, to attend every, every filmmaker wants to get into cons you know right <laughs> right yeah i figured i'd be happy with south by southwest too um, oh yeah austin is great yeah you know new york tribeca film festival is something cool too totally i mean i guess the only thing we can do really is push through you know and, and create the motivation to get back to that sort of showcase, you know, yeah. by, by putting out this dope stuff like you've been doing. Yeah, that's the goal. Just continue to produce and create like authentic stuff with my crew and, you know, hope people like it. This year, we're definitely trying to take the next step in like our creative process. And hopefully, you know, everything that's going on in the world allows us to get that done. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely think you're manifesting it now, just continuing the creation, continuing to come up with ideas. Yeah. It all eventually pays off in the end, you know? Definitely. I think consistency is one of the most important things. Do you have any sort of advice to somebody who might be trying to come up, might be trying to do any of the many things we've talked about, direct, shoot a music video, be a gaffer, you know, work with effects? Is there anything sort of... Maybe advice or something maybe you wish you could have told yourself at a younger age when you're just starting to cut your teeth and get into directing and, and producing overall. I would say always work, like no matter what, like no matter what it is, do the work for yourself and say no sometimes. You could definitely say no to things like it's totally okay. The world's not going to end. <laughs> Because you find yourself saying yes to a lot of projects, and some projects lead to nothing. And this whole creative world, you meet so many different people, and some people are just, like, shitty, and that's not going to change. Right. So learning to gauge and read people and, you know, say no and stuff like that. Yeah, that's real. I feel like there's definitely such a culture of, oh, you got to take this opportunity. Oh, this could be exposure, you know. Right. This could be whatever, but not everything is the same, like you said. And if you can read a person, you're like, I, I don't think we would get along or I don't think we would work well together, then yeah. You yeah. know, it, I feel like it's better long term to just sort of pass and like you're doing now. You know, it, it helps that sort of curation of your artistry and, and what you're presenting with your work. Yeah, 100%. And it always makes for better art too, if like, the projects that you take on and the people you work with, like if you actually get along with them and believe in the vision, it's always going to create a better result than if you're kind of like not really feeling the idea like that. Right. It's just not going to flow. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, this has been an awesome convo and, and I feel like maybe that's a good segue into, uh, you know, a brighter note, not <laughs> into people you... we do want to work with. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, not, not, uh, not shitty people we should be avoiding and, and sort of sussing out, but, you know, <laughs> like we talked about earlier, you know, something we like to do to sort of cap it is, you know, is there anybody that you're working with currently, previously, anything that you'd like to give a shout out while we're all uh, in conversation together? Oh, for sure. I mean, I've known this kid for forever. We both started out like shooting like music videos and he's just excelled. His name's Nick Jandora. He's a film director. He shoots amazing music video content. It's one of my favorite directors to see him just come up. 
like just seeing your friends come up is probably the greatest thing. So he's definitely for sure someone I want to shout out. Totally. Yeah. Nothing right, better. So we'll have to check him out. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out Cinematic too. I edit there. I'm the editor um, there. I she I edit uh, Angelie's podcast, Lip Service. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, Cinematic, that's my team over there too. That's amazing. Amazing label. You know, love ton of the artists there. Love like we were talking about the diversity of the content. You know, and just got to give a shout out to Adam S. Tanek hey. High representing. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Dizza fan, you know. All, yes. all the artists are just super dope. And yeah. yeah, just love what y'all are doing. And and yeah, excited to see what the next year and, and the future holds. Me too. Very excited for it. All right. Well, this was a great convo, like I said. And thank you again so much for hopping on with us. Well, of course. Thank you guys for even reaching out. You know, again, this was awesome. God, I got to talk with you guys. Pick my brain a little bit. Super cool. Yeah, of course, no problem. Big thanks for coming on. Of course. Totally, and we'll be tuned in. Definitely, we're on the lookout for that short film and the web series. Yes, sir, we're hoping to get it out. Fact, and that Palm Door winner, or whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. All right, well, yeah, thanks again for coming on. Amazing convo, and yeah, be well, best of luck, and Everybody out there, thanks for listening, as always. Got to give a shout-out to our sound tech, sound Joe. Joe. Actually, shout-out. Holding it down, as always. Actually, recently promoted to a senior sound tech, so. Oh, congrats. Congrats. Okay. congrats. All right, Joe. All right. Congrats, Joe. You know, good, good start to the new year. But, yeah, thanks, everybody out there, for listening. Be safe. And, you know, it's been another episode of Your Neighbor Is. I'm Brian. I'm Gabe. And I'm Britt Briggs. Check that out, Britt Briggs, Common Courtesy Studios. Check it out, people. Some dope yeah, stuff sir. to be found. Briggs and on IG, too. I believe, actually, it's B-R-G-G-S, but Briggs. Fact. Fact. <laughs> yeah, All right, well, thanks out there for listening, and have a good Catch night. Catch all of y'all later. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>